0: Yo, ho, ho, Merry Christmas. Here we are at last, the second Christmas cast. I don't know quite what happened to the 2019 podcast, perhaps a combination of exams, children, lack of preparation and the ever-satiating presence of social media making me think that I'd already told people things. Uh, kept me from taking the time out to record a deep dive into all that is and was the Schoen Christmas experience. Either way, it didn't happen, and I can only apologise to all those of you who were holding your breath all year for that second instalment. That and encourage you to breathe once again. My other podcasting experiment, unfortunately, also fell to the wayside. The Super Backwards Jobby Championship Champions League podcast, uh, it seems, was only being listened to by me and my co creator. Thankfully, on um, analyzing the stats, the 2018 version of the Christmas cast reached a dizzying 253 plays, just less than 1% of which were reportedly streamed from Ghana, and thus, the Christmas show cast seems to be destined for the big time. So, without further ado, let's get busy with the crizzy Mizzy Lizzie. Hold on. What the hell am I listening to? Essentially, David, what you're about to listen to is a Christmas letter done as a podcast. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. It actually is. Should we get on with it? Yeah. turned 34 in November, which was disconcerting because I spent most of the year thinking that I was 32, and thus on some level I feel I have lost a year of my life. Thankfully, that year was mostly 2020, which, let's be honest, has been a bit of a weird one. Coffee is still an issue for me but if I'm honest things have gotten worse and now I find I can't manage a cup of tea on an empty stomach. It sets me off all nervous and queasy. In an unexpected turn of events, decaf tea has become somewhat of a revelation. On balance, I think this means I'm getting old. I'm now pretty reliable with the dishwasher and I'm showing potential with the bins, although I could probably be more proactive. I have now set a reminder in my phone as to whether it's the rubbish bin or the recycling bin, but the key is remembering that the rubbish bin is twinned with the garden waste bin and the recycling bin is twinned with the glass recycling. Our rubbish and recycling bins are extra large, which means that the fortnightly collection schedule is very manageable, and if we're on holiday, we can usually make the rubbish bin stretch the three weeks as needed. We're great at doing the washing, but not so good at putting it away. We often find ourselves two to three washes deep before the stimulus to put them all away reaches the required peak. This journey of discovery has led to us realising that we tend to all cycle through the same outfits quite frequently. And as a result, this year's clothing cull was probably my most ruthless to date, with even my long-suffering and bobbly white long johns meeting their demise. On a side note, we've also had the garden landscaped under the excuse of preventing our house from rotting under the weight of poor drainage in a multitude of freshwater springs. But more about that later. Ooh, fascinating! Tell us more! Well, as it happens, my facial hair has been through a lot this year. I shaved in the tash of my life in February in order to look the part for attending Secret Cinema's Stranger Things event. I am certain that the strength of my moustache, at least in part, led to the conception of our third child. Little did I know, however, at that point that my facial hair would be facing constant flux in the months after this. Covid-19 hit in March, and remains very much a thing, in case you weren't already aware. And the FFP3 masks don't really get a good seal unless you have only minimal stubble at the most. Thus, not wanting to catch Covid whilst intubating the general public, means never having more than mild stubble at work. Initially I joined the moustache crew with great fervency as Erin said she preferred this to me having no facial hair but eventually the forest growing beneath my nose became too much for her. I have settled for tight stubble during working weeks and a sort of creeping early beard for periods of time off. On a more somber note Growing older comes with the weirdness of illness and ageing. This year my mum's parents both died in a care home within a few days of each other. My dad has had various investigations for some neurological symptoms that appear at the moment to be fairly reassuring. And Erin's mum is undergoing treatment for breast cancer. Our lives have been relatively straightforward thus far, and so this is a bit of a departure from the sunny branding of yesteryear. but let's be honest that sunniness can be a tad misleading at times. Other key news to round up is that Fancy Premier League is not going particularly well this year, having backed the wrong players at the wrong time on most, if not all game weeks. The season remains lengthy as ever, and thus there is still time for a comeback. And one of the peaks of the year was that I managed to fail uh, one of my intensive care exams, which was obviously a delight to hear, and I'm looking forward to investing a further £630 in the Faculty of Intensive Care Medicine in March for the resit. So That brings us to the rest of the family. So, Erin, I should probably give you the opportunity to speak. This year, it's not going to be uh, a secret recording, like I went for last time.
1: So betrayed.
0: Yeah. And also, the chat was a little substandard as a result of you not realizing that you were about to hit the prime time but um i've prepared some questions for you yeah and um, they're pretty pretty crucial uh, lines of inquiry so i'll get right into them what are your memories of the kennedy family and christmas letters um the kennedy family have never
1: done christmas letters
0: Unbelievable.
1: We're just too cool for that.
0: (laughs) That is ridiculous. Did you ever receive Christmas letters from other families?
1: Not knowingly.
0: Not knowingly. What do you think your parents might have concealed them from you?
1: They probably just thought the kids aren't going to care about what so and so did in the summer. So why would I bother reading it?
0: Uh, what percentage chance do you think there was that your dad would read them and then put them in the bin?
1: I'm not sure if he would read them. <laughs> is that something he'd do? Uh,
0: I suppose not, no. He might just pop them straight in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> we should ask him. <laughs> yeah, we should. Perhaps we'll get him on next year. Um, moving on. Exactly how bad is my snoring?
1: Oh, wow. Wow. I took a recording the other night, and maybe you can <laughs> chop it into your shurn cast a <laughs> piece of audio.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it's pretty bad.
1: I think pretty you bad. need some kind of operation um, in order for us to be happily married.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's possible. I've been pretty lacklustre with taking my antihistamines, so <clears throat> I haven't really given it a fair trial of improvement. Uh, but I am considering buying some of those plasters that you put on your nose on the off chance that they give you some sort of uh, relief.
1: Next question. Okay. Uh,
0: What was your favourite lockdown moment?
1: Uh, How... uh, I think the early days was lovely. Sitting in the sunshine in the garden. Yeah. Not needing to go to work. Um, I had three weeks off work at the beginning of lockdown because didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> and that was lovely. Um, so, yeah, probably those days, because the boys were really happy.
0: They were, they if loved they the, garden, the garden, didn't they?
1: Yeah, so that was probably it.
0: Okay, I think I would probably say the same.
1: I read quite a few books in yeah. the garden.
0: Mm. Reading in the garden with the boys happy is... Yeah, that's my like bit, my best memory definitely. Um speaking of the garden, how do you feel about having got the la- garden landscaped uh for quite a lot of money now that we're several months down the line?
1: I think it was a good decision. Yeah. Because if you remember what it used to be like.
0: Yeah, it was not great.
1: Yeah. And I think so the house made- a lot of improvement and it's very usable and it's winter and you haven't swept the leaves i
0: really haven't
1: <laughs> so
0: I, do you know i think about sweeping the leaves more, more than once a day
1: what's stopping you
0: i think i view Is it as
1: self-confidence no I view, it, you need the confidence? I view it
0: as a very big job it's not. i view it as the one of the biggest jobs um
1: if i did it would that be undermining you
0: uh <laughs> i don't know maybe I think I don't struggle with that so much uh but <laughs> I probably would feel a little mugged off. I've been sort of I think I've been partly holding back because I feel like it will take a long time and that I will be busy doing that and you'll have be faced with other challenges with the three children in that time. But um but I mean maybe I should just put a podcast on and pick up some leaves. We'll see. Um, uh, Also related to the garden um, and home improvement, are there any other things that we have painted in the last year that you think we should paint again? you settled on the color he, of the walls and the Have you
1: commented on my painting habit?
0: Oh no, nothing. I'm just I just wonder if, you know, you wanted the maybe the garden shed painted one more time <laughs> or maybe the walls or the the yeah uh...
1: No, there will be some walls indoors that will need painting within a year, but I'm not expecting you to do it a few times.
0: Okay. No, t- Actually,
1: I will be honest, the trellis isn't the right color. <laughs> It's very orange. And our oak beams are no longer that colour. They they're <laughs> definitely more brown.
0: And have you researched what we should do about the fungus on the oak beams? No. No, I need to do that. I think a bit
1: of vinegar or
0: something. You bloody love vinegar. It's been your. It's probably been your cleaning product of the year.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's not got any nasty
0: chemicals. That's no, true. It's good for you. Oh, it's true. Um. Well, thanks so much for being willing to give up your time um, to be a part of this. I can't
1: believe people are going
0: to listen to this. They might not. What about those children I hear you saying? Well, I guess the first thing to say is that we've now got three. The latest arrival of which is Remy. Remy Curtis Schoen was born on the 10th of November at 1.33am after another Herculean effort by Erin. So far he's sleeping Feeding, growing, and generally being a chilled out guy, although he does have some issues with moving things through his gastrointestinal system. Par for the course, probably. This is somewhat disconcerting as Jesse was a screaming banshee for about seven months until we figured out he was severely allergic to egg. But we remain optimistic that we won't repeat that experience again. The current plan is for Remy to be the last planned arrival to the Shearn clan, but you never know what magic might happen despite plans to go under the knife in due course. Jesse, however, is a force to be reckoned with. At two years old, he now weighs the same as Gabe and is only half a shoe size down on him. Now, Gabe is on the small side but Jesse is definitely making up the distance. He's not yet stealing his brother's food but I look forward to when that side of their relationship flourishes. He is as verbose as his brother but more confident with some of life's obstacles in keeping with the second child's situation. Early interests appeared to include smashing things with a view to breaking them, cuddly toys, muslin cloths, jumping and stamping. Gabriel, Well, Gabe is now five years old and absolutely having a nice time most of the time. He's bizarrely happy to be at school, he has a growing independence with Lego probably has a mild to moderate intolerance to lactose, but his asthma is now well controlled on a new inhaler, and lactose-free milk is surprisingly inoffensive, and his bowels are much tidier these days. He's teetering on the edge of a Star Wars obsession, despite minimal knowledge of the subject matter beyond a few character names, and we tried martial arts, but I think he prefers to be his own master, which I can fully respect. Well, to close things out, I'll tell you that we're now back from a lovely Christmas day with Erin's parents, enjoying the excitement now of entering Tier 4. Both extended families have been Zoomed with, with varying degrees of success. And New Year's Eve is going to be night three of three on the intensive care unit for me. So that's an absolute pleasure for all involved both home and away. Do let me know if you have any Christmas revelations to share. I promise I won't put your letter in the bin or archive the email without reading it. Yours sincerely, kind regards, David Shern.